0: Good evening, all. This is Peggy Imanisi, broadcasting from Verplank, New York, in Westchester County. And tonight we're going to do a little bit different show. Um, I'm an advocate right now for my neighbors. Uh, That song was just performed by one of my many talented neighbors, Carl Cesaro, Moonlight and Sun. So thank you, Carl, for letting us use your song. I'm going to be bringing on people in the park uh, in Verplank, where I live. We're down to, I think, 26 days before we have to supposedly, by the town, leave here. Um, I'm going to have some people come on and tell their sides of the story. Uh, I recently did a uh, – agreed to an interview with Channel 12 News. They cut out and edited uh, most of um, the point I was trying to make to support my neighbors and what the true story was going on here in the park and uh, how the land was acquired you know, acquired and uh of such and um, so anyhow I'm going to bring on some of the neighbors um, I'm waiting for one of the advocates uh, that's working with us at this point with all the legal uh, documentation that he has uh, he'll be joining us Patrick Garvey and uh, some of the, like I said some of the neighbors and um, I'm also waiting for my co-host She's, she uh, comes in from Indiana Indiana, and um, so while we're waiting on her I um, what can I tell you Uh We're down to the nitty-gritty. There was an agreement 10 years ago, uh, supposedly, by one Jim Martin, who supposedly owned the land, but yet we've yet to see true legal documentation that he was the owner. There's been a lot of things happening here, harassment. Um, I, for one, uh, a couple months back, when my neighbor's place was taken down, agreed to be taken down, and paid them whatever they paid them at that point, um, they collapsed my septic tank. And uh, we called the town, and most of you know me, my 20,000 listeners here all over the world. You know that I'm going on 63, and I have multiple sclerosis and handicap. So I was left with not able to flush a toilet, to to fill a bathtub, and what have you. And um, the town was uh, uh, notified, and they ignored our phone calls. So I was just one of a few that they've done things to. I have a neighbor who – Hired this advocate, uh, Patrick Garvey, who will be on shortly, and uh, because he had just winterized his unit next door to me on the other side, uh, and he is a uh, has a construction company and was bringing his unit up to his other property to rent out after putting thousands upon thousands of dollars in renovations, and um, they came out of the blue and just knocked this place down and said they had a key and he has documentation and voicemails from people here that there was no key. They, so that was basically breaking and entering. So that's a civil suit that's been filed. And um, I had another neighbor who passed in April after we were also victims of Hurricane Sandy. He also had cancer. And uh, on dialysis, while at dialysis, they came in and knocked his house down. And from what I understand, uh, laughed about it. And he came home to find his belongings gone, his house knocked down with over $40,000 of medication gone. Once this um, interview, when I interview people tonight, I'm submitting everything not to our local channel, but to ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox News, and Channel 11. And I'm sure somebody would like to pick up on this story. So I'm going to bring on one of my neighbors until our advocate comes on. Uh, He'll be here within 10 minutes. I don't know where my co-host is, so we're going to start without her. Um, you don't have to say your last name, but um, this is one of my neighbors, Wayne. I'm going to let him tell his side of the story. Hold on. Hi, Wayne. How are you?
3: Good. How you doing?
0: Good, good. Don't be nervous. Good, good. It's like I tell everybody yeah. we're sitting in their underwear. Okay. That yeah, is, we're, good. we're good. That's
3: it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, Wayne. I got quite a few questions I want to ask
0: okay, go ahead, go ahead. i
3: right. I know back in talking to the people who lived in this trailer park back in nineteen ninety five the uh-huh. town took uh Pat Borelli with the help of Jim Martin to get this man off the property in nineteen ninety five Now uh-huh. his son just left here within probably a month month and a half in bad health. It was founded right. down it was founded down to records unfounded.
1: Now, Mm -hmm.
3: another thing I'm looking at is the Blakely family. Okay. I got a very good friend of mine. Well, first
0: of all, let's backtrack. Uh, Let's tell uh, people Jim Martin was a supposed owner who passed, and we had 10 years according to the supposed contracts. uh, Till July 6th, 2016, from his death date. And now, after going on the air the other day, there's a sign, harassing signs up, saying you're all going to be evicted July 1st. Uh, the contract supposed says July sixth and now Puglis- well i 'm not going to say the names the town supervisor comes on uh t v the day i 'm on unaware that she was going to be on too because I was going to tell our side of the story, so it was totally bogus, and sure. comes on and says July tenth she can 't even get her, her numbers straight she can 't even get her date straight, so go ahead, Wayne, I just as an interview, I have to intercept and let the the listeners know what 's going on and who Jim martin is and who who whoever it is so go ahead go ahead Wayne. The,
3: the, con, the contract was for us to be here when she come up and she said that she was going to honor Jim, Jim Martin's wishes,
1: mm-hmm. let
3: the people stay here for the 10 years, and not right. bother us. Well, when right. Hurricane Sandy hit, this place was chaotic.
1: Mm-hmm. The whole
3: eastern seaboard was getting wiped off the map. Right. What, did it, what does a town do here for us? They're down here the next day evicting everybody out of the trailer park.
0: Exactly, exactly. Exactly. And I, I myself now, live in the front. I was in a yes. hotel. I want to tell the listeners. For six months, Wayne will testify, for six months yes. while repairing my place. And um, I my house filled with three feet of water. I lost all my belongings. So this was serious stuff here, it, not just in Long Island and in, 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 um, whatever they call it, Sandy, whatever they um, – I forget what they call it, Breezy Point. It affected us right here. We're within, what, how many feet, Wayne, of the river? And the yes. surge came up, and boom, like a nightmare. And But I have to want to state one fact, and we're going to get to that. Now, you know about this. We never lost power, but we're going to we get to nothing. that subject no, we never lost anything. Well, I lost everything I owned. Some of us did. But what I'm saying, we didn't lose power. But we're going to get to that subject next. So go ahead, Wayne. Sorry.
3: Yes. So, what? I mean, the town brought the dumpsters in. That, that's all they mm-hmm. did. We did right. all the bulwark in here. No, no help from nobody or nothing like that. We didn't ask for help. It would have been nice if they did help. But you know, that's just mm-hmm. the way they want. They want us out of here badly. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. her chance to get us out. Yep. And yep. I do, I do believe there's not a contract because I've been talking to the Blakely family all the way back to the oldest one and he he told me the same thing. There was never no, a Let them know who the
0: Blakelys are. They they are a long-time Verplank family that owned this property. They owned it since what, 1912. To, uh, 1912. Yes, so we're going 1912. back. 1912, I, a I whole had the map here. Century. Yeah.
3: Frank's got yep. the map.
0: Right. The, your right. uh,
3: buddy there, the other guy?
1: Mm hmm. He's yeah.
3: got the map and it says 1912 on us, C.L. Blakely own us.
1: Mm hmm. So yep. we've
3: been going back to 50 years ago between the four, well, more than that, 40s and the 50s, and it mm-hmm. never never showed nowhere on the papers or nothing where Martin owned the
0: property actually own the property now something yes. else Wayne I want to bring up as the interviewer I just want to bring up when the town supervisor was on TV unknown to me the same day I was where I was looked look like a fool like a a crying old disabled woman saying, I don't want to leave that's not what I was saying I said I don't right. want to leave and then I proceeded to say but I know we have to, but this is what's going on. They bleeped that all-out channel 12 news and made me look like this pathetic old woman, okay? But one of the things I wanted to bring up was um, – uh, uh, I'm losing train here because – you know what? I have to tell my listeners tonight. You've got to realize I'm not just doing interviews. I'm part of this right now. I'm living here, and I'm living through this harassment and the hell that we've been through. But uh, um, one of the things that happened to me, Wayne, I forgot to tell you after – I mean, your na- my neighbor – about within a week after the hurricane, I was down here because at that point I had a, a complete exacerbations of my multiple scrolls, couldn't walk at all. But my guy friend at the time was doing the renovations on my house. He was a contractor. While I was sitting in the car, um, I got a note from Adult Protective Services. Somebody called Adult Protective Services, even though I was staying in a hotel, and said – I needed to be taken away. Did you know about this? I needed to be taken away for my protection because I was going in a mold-filled house. I had to produce proof that I was staying at a hotel. Somebody called and told Adult Protective Services. Fortunately, 25 years, I worked with them. I worked. I had my own business and home care. I worked with Adult Protective Services. Like, I said, what are you doing? I told them who I was. Somebody, so now I'm thinking back, and this, this kind of just hit me. Who called the Adult Protector Service and said I was going in a mold-filled house? Well, they got faked out. It was it was squashed in, in, in cease and desist with the uh, charges here. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that's part of the harassment. I
3: not know
0: nothing about that. Uh, yeah, yeah nothing well nothing the, Actually, the, I never did. I didn't tell it. too many. Yeah, isn't it amazing? So that's part of the harassment we're going through. We have signs posted here. you got to evict and blah, 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 There are 17 families of what? How many um originally were here? Wait, about 40? There
3: was originally Would you say 45 at one families. There was originally 45 families on this whole entire—we were supposed to have this—we were supposed to be able to use the whole entire property of the so-called Martins Mm. Estate on both sides of Riverview Avenue. Okay. Now,
0: well, let's talk, about, let's talk about the other side that really wasn't part of our association, but was all part, of the, um, all part of the property. What did they do after Hurricane Sandy, after knocking down a disabled guy's house with all his meds in it? What did they, what did they do there? Didn't they build? Did they do
1: things? Let yeah,
3: know, they, they, they did build. Well, okay, well, we'll start on this side first. You're right. Let's start on this side, one side at a time. Okay, cool. Okay, so. fine. Now we're on the same side. We didn't mind the Veterans Park. We didn't right. mind that at all. We, we, we had a couple of veterans down here until they got chased out. Mm-hmm. Basically, you might as well say they got chased out because of the aggravation. We didn't mind right. that. Everybody loves the veterans. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here today.
1: Right. Exactly. All right.
3: Now, the next thing I you know, to with start-
0: my husband, who's Agent Arms Related to be a veteran of Vietnam. And uh, so I understand, and I so- totally support the veterans. So go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I'm with you 110%. Now, mm-hmm. you come down a little further, there was seaplane hangars there where they used to park the planes. Now, all of a sudden, we're thrown off of that property, and now we're mm-hmm. like in a caged area. We got a fence exactly. on one side, We got a river on this side, and another uh, chain link fence on this side. Right. Nobody knows right. how we got, we lost all this property. She just came in and took it, started crushing homes. Never offered mm-hmm. to help any of these people rebuild back up again. But yet she was going to leave.
0: There, yeah, there are But yet legal, she was um, going to
3: leave us alone for the ten years. Exactly.
0: Well, okay. that's Part of the supposed quote-unquote contract. Uh, because yes. this is one of the very few, if not the only, left of D.C. plane bases dating back to what the 40s or what have you. So it's a yes. historical site. I just want to yes. mention one other thing, Wayne. Part of this uh, supposed, quote unquote, like I said, Martin Estate, there's a place called the Clay Hole behind us, and there was a historic building that was supposed to be restored and not touched. Well, guess what? A couple of years back, they knocked that one down, too. Knocked it down. To make another park. It's park, park, parks all over. Okay? On top of that, now, I, I don't, I'm not doing hearsay in the show because I'm going to produce some documentations from people that are coming on right now. Okay? There, we also are known for the eagles and the eagles' nest in this area. Okay? And eagle watchers. From what I yes. was told, and I, this I cannot document, one of the trees was taken down with eagle, eagle uh, nest eggs in it. Uh, I don't know how true that is. Wayne, do you know anything about that? <laughs>
3: yeah it was taken down on the other side where the house was that house was built in 1862 it mm-hmm. was the first um um how do I say this without offending anybody it was the first black family in verplaine mm-hmm. by the name of the jones i do believe the jones or johnsons it's one of them too and it was right. and you can go you can go on your facebook you can go on the computers you can bring it up it was absolutely beautiful Mm-hmm. Now she wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to touch on this property for ten years. Four or five years ago, we lost this property. We lost a beautiful historic brick house.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
3: not the. That's not the only historic thing that was taken out of this area.
1: Where right, the Moncho,
3: right. Where the Montrose Library was. That was an historic house. That had a lot to do with the underground slaves and everything else where they used to go under Lake Meal and back up on the other side.
1: Right. Was I mean, this is a very beautiful
0: area. I yes. think the bottom line is because we're sitting – we call it the Billion Dollar View here where we live on the Hudson River. Right. and you know people that have money and that can have condos and stuff are are i guess better than us um oh one more point i want to bring up Wayne, and i'm going to bring on the advocate cuz he's got some concrete proof okay um right. one of the things i wanted to bring up was um uh oh gosh i'm losing train of thought there's so much to to like to talk about here
1: Thank is you that time. We got
0: time. um Oh no, I know I've got a whole two hours, people. So if you call into the show, hang on, we can go a little past that. And like I said, this will be archived to hear it in an entirety after the show and forever. Okay. Um, Well, anyhow, I lost my train of thought. Like I said, I'm I'm part of this, so I'm very emotional tonight. I'm very emotional tonight, and you know, I just I'm really having a difficult time with all this myself. You know, and um, you know, we are treated like oh, I know what the point was. On the news that night, she says we've been living here free. Oh, my gosh. No, we're not. <laughs> we have had an association that we all paid into. Some of us were renters paying excess of 1000 a month. Where did she get off uh, saying that we were living here? She, was, she made it look like we were a bunch of squatters living here with banjos like we're in the movie Deliverance, stereotyping yes. us totally. And saying this on Channel 12 News and making me look like a total ass. Okay, so, you know, this poor woman, oh, I don't want to leave. Well, why don't you finish the rest of it, Channel 12 News, you know, right. uh, what was really being said. No, they just – they were all for about the town at that point. So I'm very upset about this, um, things that have been done to me personally, and uh, a lot of unscrupulous stuff going on, and um, the fact that it's making us look like some kind of trailer park, quote, trash, as they call it, you know. Yeah. So um, this has got to end. This has got to end. We have to know who the real owners are. I, I'm, I, Wayne. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna leave you no, on the air with us.
3: Uh, one quick okay. second because I got go to get back. No, no, go ahead. Now, before, okay. before this contract, she gave us this so-called phony contract, it looked like some kid right. drew the map on the back, and it wasn't even nobody from the town who drew it.
1: Exactly. She
3: said that she was gonna. Leave this property alone and leave us alone for 10 years. Right. She broke an agreement contract which shouldn't neglect everything or squash everything because she tore that house Mm -hmm. down.
1: So she broke
3: broke her own contract. Nobody else but Mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. Okay? And we should also uh, mention
0: not one of us have been served in our names uh, uh, any kind of legal – um, legal um, stuff. It's it's always to resident of trailer w- river review trailer park or river edge or whatever they're calling it now. Okay, it's always directed to resident, not me, Peggy Esimenisi, or Wayne, right. your name. It's, uh, it's right. nothing directly. It's kind of a generalized statement. Um, it, this is ridiculous. It's gotten out of hand. We've asked for paperwork, and we're going to bring up about the electrical work that was done here now. Us non-supposed payers of any kind of rent had a heck, after we were forced, we invested the homeowner association in excess of $45,000 we were forced, harassed into, putting up these electrical things that we didn't even really need because we never lost power. Never lost power. Now, yes, and I was just informed recently by someone that they – on the blueprints of what she wants to build here – and. If I recall the contract, there was supposed to be just a park, no buildings here, no other buildings after we go, okay, but I was informed on the blueprints that all this electrical work that was done is all lined up on their blueprint for whatever they're doing, so us non payers that invested forty five thousand plus individual in excess of hundreds of dollars on top of it, probably close to sixty seventy thousand total, okay um. Right. We invested money into the future, what she's, her plans are for the uh, park. That, there's right. something wrong there. There's something Wait. very wrong. Wayne, if you want to go chill, because I'm going to have to do the same thing in a minute, and I'll, I'll right. go to a commercial break. But I'm going to bring Patrick on for a minute, let him have some say, put him on hold for a minute, play a little music. And I just want to say to um, two of the people that uh, I'm dedicating the show to tonight is uh, Lucho LaForgia, who passed in April. He worked with the town years ago and was a teacher. He actually was one of my 12th grade teachers. He just passed, and he was the guy whose unit got knocked down while he was on dialysis. Came home to no building, no meds, no nothing. Uh, and also Ron, I don't know if you're from, you know Ron Bassett. I just got Ron word Bassett, tonight. Yep. Ron is Ron is at the end um, within the next few hours or a couple of days. Oh jeez. Uh, I heard from his daughter, so. We, and Ron was with The Crest, the group that he took over, Johnny Maestro, and Candles. He's been on my show before. You know his music. Um, yeah. So we had some very talented people living here, including Carl, who I just played his song. So it's not like we're a bunch of, like I said, banjo players down here like in Deliverance. Huh. So we're how they portray us to be. We are retired village workers. I'm a retired nurse with my own business. Uh, they, they, they treat us like we're all welfare recipients down there. Wayne, you were you a union worker yourself, am I right? Yep, So you know, we've done – and disabled now because of uh, injuries, but the thing is we've all were hardworking people, not what they're portraying us to be. So – but anyhow, she's just, if you want – She's you, trying to cover just,
3: her own butt. That's all.
0: Yep, yep. Well, Wayne, you, why don't all you right. go do your bathroom, Ron? I'll call you back in a couple you minutes. On. Well, you don't all have right. to call me back. You can leave the phone open if you want, and I'll just – I'll put you on, on mute. And I'm going to bring Patrick on, who's who's been an advocate here, okay, well, for uh, one of the guys whose unit's got knocked down. If you want to call back all in, right. fine. Right. Okay, thanks, Wayne. Thank yep, you.
1: anytime.
0: Okay. Bye. Okay. Good evening, Patrick. How are you?
4: Good. How are you, Peggy?
0: Oh, I'm okay. Okay. I just uh, – there's so much to cover. I I don't know what happened to my co-host. She comes in from Indiana, uh, but she's not on at the moment. She, she was going to tell you firsthand and the listeners what personally I've been going through with the stress the past year. Uh, looking for places and getting knocked down and not being able to get them and living in this this hell-on-earth limbo. Um, Patrick, uh, would you tell my listeners, uh, uh, it's a worldwide show, who you are and how you came about to know about the park and what's going on?
4: Well, my name is Patrick Garvey, and I have a friend of mine who actually was a property owner at uh, River Edge Mobile Home Park, in Vermont And uh, he approached me with this dilemma that – is really way out of control. I didn't realize the depth of it until, uh, you know, I looked at his situation a little closely and, you mm-hmm. uh, come to find out that, uh, you know, the the town, in a draconian-style fashion, uh, just, uh, you know, despite making several offers to buy his home, uh, you know, he had a plan to his home and uh, to move the home to his uh, six-acre property in Pleasant Valley, New York.
1: Right, to
4: right. Set it up, to set it up and uh, basically have a long-term tenant to help uh, supplement the payments on the mortgage of his primary residence.
1: And, right, right.
4: So uh, to the town basically uh, destroyed that that uh, that plan and his dream to have that. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what kind of got my attention as to uh, you know I inquired further about the details of how that all unfolded. And uh right. then uh, the owners uh, provided me with some paperwork and uh after reviewing that paperwork prompted me to look even further and which right. the I then discovered some uh some uh practices that the town has engaged in uh, unlawfully and mm-hmm. violates of, uh Mr uh, of the owner's property's civil rights. And that's okay. what got my attention. And then I, okay. and I'm sure I remember, uh, I came down there to the park and I met with you and several of the other people there and mm-hmm. uh, learned of uh, similar occurrences. And I mm-hmm. decided uh, start, start doing some significant research on this at the request of the owners. Right. come to find out that uh, there is a deed from uh, Mr. Martin to the town of uh, Cortland. And, right. Uh, and that deed. Where did you find this,
1: please?
0: Tell the listeners where you found it, please. I'm sorry? Where did you find the, de- the actual deed?
4: Uh, I actually went to the Westchester County uh, Records. Courthouse? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, in White okay. Plains. And uh, okay. uh, I did, did a search, and, uh, and I come to find that there was a life, a life estate uh, and a deed mm-hmm. in which Mr. Martin uh, actually uh, conveyed the property to the town with specific provisions in the, in the deed, that uh, provided for the residents of uh, River Edge to remain there uh, until mm-hmm. which the, uh, his death, which occurred, I believe it was back in 2006
1: of July. July 6th, I make think, it, yeah.
4: Right, which would actually make it in July. The 10-year period
1: would
4: uh, expire uh, on the uh, next month next month during the right, know, right. dates out there, the 1st, the 6th, the 10th. Yeah, well, the and, signs,
0: like I said, the signs are saying July 1st that they put up. Um, well, the actual the deed, deed, which I have a copy of, is July 6th, and then uh, the town supervisor goes on the air, like I said, and says July 10th. She can't even get her facts straight, you know? Like, which well, is it? you got, you got signs telling us July 1st and not July 10th. Well, thank you for giving us nine more days, you know?
1: Well, but, there's a lot, um, of, a lot of
4: interesting things going on. <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, mm-hmm. the town obviously went in and took the, took Frank's uh, LaForgia, his uh, his brother's home, down when he was away, from my understanding, on dialysis. Yes. And uh, they did not take the buyout. And I, I believe the town is claiming that it was damaged. They said they have pictures, but I've yet to see anything, despite filing mm-hmm. uh, two FOIL requests under the Freedom of Information Act, and, mm-hmm. uh, which the town currently is in violation of and right. uh, uh you know I mean that that in and of itself, their failure to produce public law documents uh not only exactly. in violation of the law but it's also uh indicative that they have something to hide uh, right um they've been very evasive with my direct contact with them, and mm-hmm. uh you know I mean it's very clear that uh, they're doing some things that they shouldn't be doing not only in uh-huh. violation of people's civil rights but also in violation of the deed in which the property was conveyed to them for.
1: Right. So right.
4: I, they have a lot of issues aside the fact that I know that there's one federal civil action in uh, the district court, uh US district court in White Plains against the town for what they mm-hmm. did to Frank and his brother. And we'll obviously yep. you know, it's 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 unconscionable that the town uh uh thinks that they have the uh, that they can be above the law and their conduct mm-hmm. And right. uh, that's certainly not the case. Uh, right. Uh, in, in looking further into the matter, uh, mm-hmm. I did, and discovered you know this new electrical system really kind of piqued my attention, and I asked for specifically <laughs> that information. Uh, the, mm-hmm. uh, the the original application to do the work from uh, Aldo, I think Aldo Electric. Um. Yeah. Or actually, it's actually a, a Rerela, uh,
0: I. I, I, don't, I It was actually Frank Rella. Um. I don't know what it is. I forgot what it they went by. Yeah. yeah no. I'm just. Or oh,
4: D or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's Adele or something. Uh. I have to. Right. Right. Adele. Right. Right.
0: Right. 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 Yes.
4: Yeah, it's, it's actually Laydel Limited Electrical. Oh, oh yeah, electrical. yeah, Ltd.
0: Right. Well, something else. I, I forgot to tell you, Patrick. Um, I need air conditioning because of my health, okay? I have to keep myself cool, especially during the hot weather with multiple sclerosis. I was sitting in my room one day, and on top of the 45000 plus that the park had already paid for the outward stuff, um, we had all pay a few hundred, which he ended up taking us each to a court, to do some other work for attaching something. At the time, sure. I was with somebody who was, a, who was an electrician, and he did – uh, agreed to doing the work, so we wouldn't have to pay that. Well, we had separated at that point, and one day, because he didn't get a payment from me, being that we had already agreed on something else, uh, the guy that put the stuff in, Frank, was out there. It was a hot day, and almost some of my electric went out. I went outside. I had to call the state crew, but something I never told you. I forgot to tell you this, something very pertinent, Okay. And he I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Well, you don't pay you don't get electric first of all, Con Ed has me on life uh sustained equipment, so if my electric right. goes out, they'll bring me a generator. This man took it upon himself because I wasn't going to pay him for something mostly that we agreed on for my my guide to do at that point, and he took it upon himself on a Saturday afternoon to dis- was trying to dis um disconnect my electric. I had to call the state troopers on him and order him off my property." That was the outcome he was playing God, was playing God. why did I involve because this man no, 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 is on no, no, my property no, no, without no, my. What, what, what did
4: the troopers make him turn the service back on
0: oh no at that point when I told him I'm calling the troopers the service was restored and he stood there fighting with me and I told him if he didn't remove himself he was on my property personal property if he didn't remove himself he was going to be arrested for trespassing and he left yeah, before well, the troopers got here
4: uh, a side a side with a utility. That's that's also yeah, a exactly it,
0: for a s and I'm now going on sixty three. I so you figure I was about sixty, sixty one, uh and, and chronically ill with multiple sclerosis, which any anybody that knows my disease I have to keep cool. And even Con Ed, if we lose power, will come here because I'm on life-sustaining equipment, only that plus a nebulizer, to uh, keep my electric on, to maintain it until it's restored. And he, ta- he does this godlike think act and comes and turns my electric off because he wants money.
1: <laughs> yeah. For well, something that my boyfriend
0: point. did. My boyfriend even gave him materials at that point. Who My boyfriend, was, his father was a master electrician. He worked under his license, so he's an electrician. And our agreement was for him to do it. He did, he did the inside work. And this guy took me to court, and I basically was coerced into paying this guy $25 a month until it was paid for, I don't know, three dollars $500 for work he didn't even really is, before. And the court,
4: was, of course, this was probably to tell the Corlin court.
0: Of course, <laughs> of course, it was.
4: Why, why am I not? Why and he, he I had not advocates surprised? for them,
0: and and he's lunging across the table, and him and his wife were sitting there laughing at me like it was funny, like it was
4: funny. You know, I, I believe, uh, I believe, uh, you know, between the case that's now pending in District U.S. District Court, and mm-hmm. uh, one that I am directly involved in, uh, mm-hmm. it's my firm belief that uh, the district court will probably step in and stop okay. all the activities of the town until such time as the, the court uh, has an opportunity to not only understand what's going on in the past, but to determine what's mm-hmm. going on now and what the town right. plans are for that property in the future. And mm-hmm. with specific emphasis on the electrical, because when I reviewed the electrical, uh, the original, the original application for mm-hmm. the service, which was uh uh, it was actually done by uh, Mr. L- uh, or Liddell Electric. And I'm just right. looking For the date. But uh, yeah. at aside yeah. from not having the date right here in front of me, I tried to have. I just wanted to the
0: point, Patrick, I, I just, you know, at the interview, I just want to stop you for a second. Um, one of the other things I wanted to bring up, besides doing this unscrupulous act that taking a godlike image and going to chuck people's power off and what have you, um, there, you know, So I, I personally have been affected now by a collapsed septic and, and not being called back. I've been personally uh, – I had my electric shut off by someone who shouldn't have shut it and had to call the state troopers, and very recently – um, they had this housing guy dealing with us trying to relocate, and I happen – because I do have a pension, a New York State pension, fall in between the guidelines of uh, going into senior housing because I'm like a thousand a month over or, what, or whatever it is, a year or something. And right. uh, a little bit about me. People from my show know I've… I'm, I've lost two children to cystic fibrosis and my husband to diabetes, orange related diabetes. Not to go on about myself, and my husband's son within nine months, no life insurance. I'm paying off my ratio to debt, stinks though. I pay my bills. Uh, so I fall in, in between the cracks here because though I have a decent pension, my ratio to debt and the bills that I've left, i was in, left $80,000 in debt because of the VA was supposed to settle up with me because my husband was proved to have died of age and arts-related diabetes. They have not, which was my backup for the move, so I'm like everybody else stuck in the middle. So let me get back to this housing guy. He calls me and says to me, he asked me what's the salary, and I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you. Well, I've lost a couple other places previously due to the fact when I found them, he says to me, you know what? you got enough coming in, ratio to debt or not, let your bills go and pay for your security. That's the kind of help that they're giving me. And then the other day after my interview, I'm not going to go into the whole detail. I was approached by somebody here and said that the town wanted to talk to me. But then I told the person that I'm possibly in contract with something right now to get a place elsewhere. Next thing, the town calls me on Monday, and I have uh, on my voicemail, saying they would like to help me with some moving expenses at less than (laughs) $1,000. Really? All of a sudden you want to help me again? (laughs) You know what? You've done I mean, no help. Do
1: you've badgered people.
0: me. You've, you've brutalized me. You've, you, you've, you've put me down. You've harassed me. So t- she comes on TV like, oh, well, we're willing to help. Really? What, you bought some people out for $3,000 out of their home? That's helping? That's not even – that's too much security around here. And and then what do they do from there? People that don't have a pension, that are hardworking every day, that can't afford to live in the area they grew up anymore. These are some well, of the problems and the issues.
4: Well, I, it's my true belief that, uh, you know, number one, because there, there hasn't been any legal proceedings whatsoever. So my, uh-huh. my understanding, as I understand it so far, nobody's been served the papers. Uh, there's no eviction right. process. So, I mean, the town can't simply come in there like, uh, you know, uh, you know the Romans did back in the day. You know, right. <laughs> they just they right. force everybody out. They have to go through the legal process, just like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And they, they would have to serve notice uh, of an eviction, or first it would initially start with a 30-day notice to remove themselves from the property. Mm-hmm. After which, mm-hmm. uh, failing you know the the mobile home residents failing to do so, then they would be served a notice to appear uh in an eviction proceeding before a court and right. most likely that it'd probably likely be in the same town of court court because right. the town probably has poll and uh, obviously has poll in the court and right. uh my recommendation to anybody that is served with papers is to certainly appear in court and mm-hmm. uh ask, you know, the the judge that uh or will file a motion in the court to remove the proceeding to federal district court uh, as there are matters already pertain, matters already ongoing pertaining to that specific property and the damages and the forced eviction, which is against uh, mm. the law uh, right. by any landlord, whether it's a landowner or, or a building owner, it's still forced eviction under the real property actions and proceedings law. Which is a and they have to affair. also
0: realize that these buildings are owned. I mean, like mine. I have a beautiful kitchen. Whatever. The, the amount of money it would cost to move any of our buildings, we just can't afford it. Even if it was to other property. I think the bottom line is they don't want trailer parks in Westchester County, New York, because we're like you know, <laughs> 30 miles north of New York City, and they want their your their, your your their, your multi-million dollar homes. They they don't want elements like us. How they're betraying us?
4: You no, know what I'm saying? Is- it's it's it's, uh, it's a kind of a situation where you know I mean first of all they 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 uh, violated the provisions of the uh, life estate and the deed right okay right. those those provisions were expressed. And, right uh, so they're going to have to uh, they're going to have to deal with that initially
1: mm-hmm. okay
4: secondly uh, because they're changing the use of the land itself uh, mm-hmm. under the real property law they will have to provide a six month stay. To all the
1: mm-hmm.
4: residents, as it is to my as it is to my understanding, uh, mm-hmm. in which to relocate and or cut a deal, but eventually, uh, you know, the channel will probably end up owning the property because the deed, you know, the deed appears to be legal from what I mm-hmm. see. But at the same token, they've, uh, they've there's done some a couple questions things. still about that too.
1: Question it, about it, my, there, so.
4: there are some questions about it, but you know the documentation mm-hmm. that I have in my possession appears to be legitimate. There's title companies that have done the research on uh, right. the title chain, and the only real way to find out uh, who uh, if, if the exchanges of the property are actually you know proper and legal is to have a mm-hmm. title search done by an independent mm-hmm. title company in which to determine the the, uh, the chain of title. That's the way to it. Well let's talk it.
0: about some of your, your your and like I said, the still isn't doing a little hearsay which you know we need backup. You have researched paperwork on the doesn't am I correct to say that very recently you have found the printed um blueprints for the plan for concession stands in a restaurant, and do they or do they not line up with all the money that we invested on this electrical stuff?
4: Did you well, find this, uh,
0: or what, what's what the story What I've done that?
4: is, uh, you know, actually uh, the site plan is available online, and, okay. uh, the, the, and what it is, it's a conceptual drawing that shows buildings in specific places, and mm. my, my whole question is, is uh, Okay, well but, you know, I can understand the town coming in and saying, you know, being concerned about uh the electrical issues, but considering the fact that no electric was lost at the property during the hurricane, uh, mm-hmm. that makes the question the need for repairs when the existence of the electrical system and the property as a whole was grandfathered in mm-hmm. by the life deed, Okay.
1: Exactly. And that's
4: why exactly. the property to the property to date is listed as non conforming. Okay, and mm-hmm. specifically because it's been deeded in by the deed itself and the transfer mm-hmm. of the property to the town. So the well, other what disturbs today. me
0: is that is though they can collapse, uh, collapse, yeah, collapse my septic tank, take the buildings down, but each and every electric post, which is totally unnecessary, that was that we put four, plus forty five thousand dollars in here invested by the us uh, non people um, non non paying uh, residents of the park. Okay. That's they're left standing. How come? How come they well, didn't knock them down with the trailers? They they they're well, they're they're that's,
4: intact. How that's come? The particular, I'm sorry, that that's the particular thing that got my attention is when mm-hmm. I noticed you know, that they demolished some of the buildings that they have already, my right. concern is that they've left the original the, the new electric intact. And that's exactly. that was a flag that was a flag for me. And that's what prompted me to do a little bit more research on the park itself, the new proposed park. Right. And right. Typically, when you when you go to do something on such a large scale as they're as they're proposing to do,
1: you know, you have right. to
4: file uh, an impact an impact statement with the EPA, the DEC, and yeah. you know, especially when you're that close to a body of water, you know, it's all going to be a right. state level. So, right. You know, my, my conversation with Chris Keyhole personally. I asked him, mm-hmm. I said uh, so, Well what about you know, I'd like to look at the electrical plans for the uh, for the site, number one. Number two, I'd like to look at the original application from Laydale Electric as to the uh the application for the building per, for the electrical permit to do the work that the town wanted. And right. thirdly thirdly, why uh when that original plan was approved the application was uh-huh. approved and the and the permits issued why they come back with a change order that amounted to forty-five thousand dollars, and mm-hmm. that's that was the signal to me that uh, the town made some changes in in what they wanted in in terms of the electrical requirements that may be right. outside of the state requirements, and that prompted me to look at the site plan. And when looking at the site plan for the new park and that, right. you know all the buildings and and reading the caption for the uh, for the drawings. Uh-huh. Uh definitely say that there's gonna be a lot of concessions here there's gonna be an amphitheater, there's gonna be several buildings, there's gonna be restrooms, there's gonna be restaurants, you know, and it appears to me that uh, just on the just on the appearance is what got my uh-huh. attention well, it lines up with all the electrical that
0: the park put money into us. The, 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 right. well, the all, um, this, all this
4: new electrical that's being done uh-huh. is going to be used uh-huh. in the future for the park. At parts. the
0: expense of us, non-paying, as they call us. No, well, we were well, not paying taxes. In lieu of taxes, it's when they acquired the land. We, well, she said, all, we were living here like not paying anything. That is all, so untrue. Um, so untrue. So
1: untrue. Let me fill up your. I, I just, uh, Patrick.
0: Please. Let me stop you one second. My listeners, people on my keep um, on my um, on my phone list here. If you'd like to speak to us, if uh, you need to hit the number one to show me you're in the queue to speak to us. Um, if you don't hit one, then it just means you're listening to my show. So if you want to speak to us, please hit the number one button, please. Thank you, thank you. I'm sorry, as the interview, I got to do this. So. Um, no, okay, Patrick, my, actually, my when, whole when thing still, is first when, all, you're back tenants,
4: on. Okay. I'm sorry? Uh, you're not, you know, as a tenant, you're not really responsible for taxes. The property owner is responsible for the taxes, okay? Exactly, that would be, exactly. That would be the town through the life estate deed, okay? So and the right. town is not going to tax itself, so that means currently there is no taxes being paid, okay? It's mm-hmm. obtain obtained the property. Whether there was an underlying issue of past taxes due or not, you no, know, the responsibility, right. it's not of taxes our responsibility. Not The responsibility did mm-hmm. not fall on the on the mobile home residents. Okay. You yeah. Well like I said, they
0: portrayed us as not paying anything when I for um from two thousand eight until two thousand almost thirteen, my and I owned a home in Croton and Hudson, which is a very high up community. My mortgage with my uh uh escrow was fourteen thirty. Up until two thousand twelve I was paying fourteen in here, that's not paying anything because I was renting. Okay, uh, things changed around after Hurricane Sandy. I made a deal with the, the owner of the place, and I was still paying uh, her nine hundred a month. Okay, that's not paying anybody. There's other renters here paying an of a thousand dollars a month. She made it sound like we were sitting here like squatters, not paying paying anything.
4: No, that's I what I, me. Uh, I understand the tone of uh, of the super, town supervisors. Uh, you know, the way she came across was actually kind of belittling. And right. uh, you know, whereas in fact, uh, you know, the town is not even acknowledging some of the things that they're doing, and uh, which mm-hmm. forced me to revisit uh, the owner of the trailer, the uh, Kathleen Herman and Jeff Diaz's home. That mm-hmm. uh, she, when he went to the troopers, the troopers said, "Well, it's a civil matter," and I said, "You know, mm-hmm. that's not right." So I contacted right. the uh, the New York State Police in Albany, New York, and specifically uh, Deputy Secretary or Deputy uh, Administrator, or I'm sorry, Deputy Superintendent Terrence O'Hara's office, and Mm -hmm. conveyed to uh, some people there that this wasn't, wasn't in fact, a a civil matter, that it was, in fact, a criminal matter because they broke into this unit, and they obviously either removed or, or destroyed... Uh, over $12,000 worth of renovation work and appliances and things that he had going on in there in exactly. preparation Which to I'm actually remove to. the property from there to his six acres in Pleasant Valley. Okay. And it was and a week he, after
0: the fact. He came down here from his other home and rang my doorbell, and I, I'm, because of my MS, I don't run to the door, and he was persistent. He goes, what happened to my place? He was was leveled and still paying his electric bill. (laughs) He's still paying his electric bill, keeping it on because he never gave permission. And then they said that uh, recently I heard from somebody they had a key to get in. No, they didn't because he has concrete proof on uh, a a voicemail that the former renter needed a key to get in because he changed locks. Nobody had a key to that place but him and Kathleen okay, yeah, to get into it. And they're saying that they got into it with a key that they did not have, and he's got proof of this.
4: Yeah, no, and I and I know that and I've uh, reviewed that with him. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go into too many details of something that's pending litigation, but... Uh,
0: exactly, I, I mean, understand. Yeah. From,
4: from my understanding, I mean, what I can say that I've been told already from, uh, from, uh, directly from the source is uh, mm-hmm. the state police did approach the town after I pushed uh in Albany to uh mm-hmm. to investigate it as a criminal matter and mm-hmm. in fact uh the state police actually visited the town of Portland uh, their offices on Heaty Road and right. uh, that's my understanding directly from the state trooper involved that uh the town attorney, uh Thomas Woods made an admission right. to the state trooper that uh yeah that well they uh they, they made a mistake The town you know, the town attorney admitted It was, to make it was supposed
1: mistake.
0: quote unquote clerical error Right all of a sudden he's He got taken down the, as a clerical error
4: that's, They said it was a clerical error But my my question to that is According to the lease agreement That I'm looking at here right in front of me uh, you know, There's a provision In the lease for River Edge That River Edge provides The town with the names and addresses Of all the occupants Of the mobile home park Okay, mm-hmm. and uh this was signed I think back in ninety five or something, uh, let me just take a quick look, yeah. It was signed on the uh, March second of nineteen ninety five mm-hmm. when it got Linda Petri signature on it. So the town is fully aware as to who owns what property. And uh, you know, by that by their that conduct they're clearly negligent and just Jeff's case <coughs> if it was in fact a clerical error. But, in fact, there's three or four other units that they took down without permission as well. Is that all clerical errors? Somebody is very active at this, uh, or they're trying to cover up their so, okay. I mean, uh, you you the exact Okay,
1: tell me if
4: I'm wrong. I'm sorry?
0: Tell me if I'm wrong, but prior to uh, this week after doing uh, TV news and what have you, and all of a sudden it's a clerical error, am I right or wrong that Jeff himself was told prior to it being a clerical error that somebody signed uh, signed the house off? Is that true or is that not true?
4: No, no. I don't have any paperwork to that effect, and nor is there any paperwork from the town. Uh, acknowledge, uh, or, no, but I, or I thought that's
0: what Jeff had been told, that somebody signed off, whether they signed his name or however they did to think they no, I, could come I and I actually heard
4: something house. from one of the other owners uh, in there uh, without naming anybody. Uh, right. That you know, there was a rumor that he had saw, that he had conveyed the property, when that is in fact incorrect. Uh, there's exactly. no documentation. The town cannot produce any documentation to that effect. Mm-hmm. And right. certainly, uh, Mr. Guiazza, uh has not uh, conveyed the property. Uh, you know when, in fact, there's several notices from the town did multiple uh-huh. different offers to purchase the property and he simply uh you know didn't Decoin. want to do that because he had plans for the property, first of all. Second of exactly. all Exactly he was able because of his business to, to, to remove it.
1: Right, after right.
4: the pro- after the town took the property down they approached uh the owners with uh, uh an offer to to uh, as a mitig as mitigating uh to their to their conduct uh, a payment of three thousand right. dollars which was just you know completely ignored.
0: And he invested uh, like twelve thousand into it because I watched him work over there with his workers, plus put all new appliances into the unit, so he could take it. He's one of the very few that could have the equipment to
4: remove
1: well, this have, property have, and bring it up to So I'm,
4: I'm aware of what the property looks at, looks like. So right, I know right. the aware of it as well, and I know the market value of the property, and also being a contractor for thirty-seven years, I know the right. the equity value of the work that he put into it. So I right. mean, if you you know if you tally everything up, it's uh, you know you're talking six figures uh, between the mm-hmm. loss of rent, the loss of value of the trail, the loss of the the loss of the remodeling and the work that he was doing to prepare to move it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's a considerable loss, and uh, for the town to say that was clerical when in fact, you know, just because of the dollar amounts involved it's a Class C felony because it was done with intent, it was done in secret, and it was done mm-hmm. at a moment where nobody could, you know, once they started the demolition, what are you going to do? You know I mean? Exactly. The damage is already done, and that's right. why uh, So they, they're they going to proceed in federal court against the town. For, uh, right, for, right. They, they Patrick, I'm, I'm going to well. bring um,
0: Wayne, Wayne's back. I'm going to bring him back on. I think he may have some questions for you or input. Can you hold on for a little bit so we can bring sure. him back on?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, okay, thank you. Hi Wayne, cool. you're still there, right?
3: Yep, still there.
0: Uh, okay, do you have any questions for Patrick or anything to add to this?
3: Yes, I do. I want to ask him a question. Sure, go ahead. Patrick, back in nineteen ninety, cool. back in nineteen ninety-five, when Martin and all them guys went down to the town records, and it was unfounded information. That Martin owned the property at the time. Now, I talk to one of the Blakely families, you know, which was next generation down, a couple of years.
1: Original owner. And of the I property. talked to him
3: because he used to, he used to hang out over on this property all the time because it was all a family-type thing over here. And I asked him, I said, be honest with me. Did your uncle ever sell this property to the town of Cortland? He says no. He said the Martin, you know the prop you know, he didn't sell the property to him, but he said he could use the property. I don't know how that what that means or anything like that, but,
0: and but other words, the Martin mac- didn't really own it.
3: Yeah, so now all of a sudden for these people to come up with all the lies and everything else they're being caught and I guarantee you they're gonna get caught down here doing something. Chris Keyhole or Tom Woods Somebody's going to get caught with their hands in a kitty jar.
4: Well, my, from what I'm looking at, I'm looking at right here a, a, a title search, a title change from right. uh, 1974. Uh, actually, did, uh, let's see, May 24th, 1974, the property was uh, conveyed to uh, Robert J. Warburg, W A R B U R G. What was that? <laughs> Well, this is directly from the county's records. I have a, you know, I mean, I have a complete with uh, control numbers, library book, and page numbers. And uh, it was, I, I have a signed uh, uh, instrument from Dorothy M. Bleakley and uh, Clarice, uh Claire, it looks like a Claris. it's kind of hard to read, J. Clarence J. Uh, Bleakley, yeah. and the presence of Clarence Bleakley. So there's three parties that are all named weekly on this document, and I mean, it's uh, Clarence, and uh, I mean, it's complete with title, you know, uh intercounty title guarantee and mortgage company. I mean, I, I have all the documents here from the county, and uh, this is signed uh, in, in witness on uh, the 26th day of April of 1966, okay? So, I need so what, what does he, that he, exactly
0: he, mean? Well, um, what does that exactly mean? That they did sell well, the that, land to appears, Martin?
4: It appears. It, it appears that the uh, the Bleakley family conveyed. It says. It says uh, title number Dorothy M. Bleakley, Clara T. Bleakley, to Michael mm-hmm. Riley and Riley his wife. Okay. So that that initiated the change, and I believe it's my understanding from what I have here that it was conveyed to Mr. Martin thereafter. Okay, and, uh, but, you know, apparently uh, I'm still trying to figure out where this guy Warburg comes into the mix. And this is why, you know, to eliminate all the ambiguity here, the simplest thing is uh, to spend uh, three, 400 hours and have a title company that's outside of Westchester mm-hmm. County. Got the title search back to the 1917 map that uh, I believe uh, Wayne has, and I saw when I was on site here. Uh, right, so you delineated obliquely a state, uh, and go forward into title search from there to show to see if in fact there's a break in the title chain. Because if there's a mm-hmm. break in the title chain, then there would be a question of who actually owns the property. But so there's code. no
0: true documentation that totally states in in writing and blood or whatever you want to call it, saying really who factually owns this property. It's, it's, it's county has such and such listed, but there's still a lot of controversy of true, true ownership of the land.
1: Well, I mean, it, did, there, you,
0: did you find anything that states totally to the fact that Jim Martin, now deceased, owned this land really ever?
4: Yes, I believe and Jim had asked, did it.
0: Okay. Well, Wayne, I've, from what I've Wayne's got from that. the Blakely filming himself, is saying that he just basically um, maintained it, was not owner, right, Wayne?
3: Yeah, he he was an owner. He 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 told Martin from the from the b I mean the Blake the guy I've been talking to Al told me that he said to Martin that he can use the property for whatever he wants to use it for. There was no money switching hands, this man'll stick right up and they'll tell you the same thing. There was no money switching hands, there was no nothing switching hands. Right. So I mean, before I believe, before I believe the town of Corton, as much as they have their hands in the kitty and everything, I think I'm going to go with a a man who took, you know, who knows his uncle. I mean, I, I know every, every one of my uncles, every house they sold, I know who he sold it to, just about. When, you, when mm-hmm. you're talking it's five, right, five, right, or, five right, or six kids in the family, you understand what I'm saying? There.
4: I I understand. You know, I know. I understand what you're saying, and I also understand the frustration. But the quick remedy to solve the ambiguity or the, uh, the the vague the parts that seem to be vague would in fact be a title search to check right. to change the chain of custody of title that, that puts mm-hmm. it to rest you know right. and that would be the, the simplest way which the court may uh, the court may order uh, because mm-hmm. of the question of ownership to some degree I mean yeah the paperwork appears to be proper. But at the same token, we need to, you know, we need to know that that there wasn't a break in, in the uh, the chain of title, because that that's, right. your, that's what really, you know, that'll either either solve the issue or show the issue, okay? Right. And yeah, that's a the quick remedy to that. No, now, the sure the court... other thing,
0: the other the other thing I want to bring up is uh, even if uh, Jim Martin did allot the land like they said to town of Cortland. What about the breach of contract? Because I remember seeing the original paperwork when I moved in here saying they were not allowed to build. It was just to be a park. Was nothing stated about building restaurants with docks and docks and more docks and and, and, and outdoor theaters. That was part of the contract, the original contract. There was not to be anything built here.
3: Well the so that, the that, the that you
4: know conveys it, the town uh conveys the property to the town a fee simple and uh I mean obviously there's a provision for the mobile home park uh to mm-hmm. remain and uh but I mean once the town actually if, if the town is in fact the owner or town to be the owner and uh obviously uh you know the town can pretty much do what they'd like to do with the property. in fact, I have not seen a copy of this contract that you're referring to, so I can't mm-hmm. really make a you know, make an assessment without looking at the copy of the document. i mean from the documents that I had, uh once the mm-hmm. town takes possession of the property you know i, I believe from, i did see some mention of it in the deed uh that it be that it remained a part and i you know I think the
1: town sure is the part without buildings that,
0: that's what I saw without anything built on it.
4: And now they're they, yeah. they've
0: got you saying you've seen blueprints for concession stands and outdoor theater, um, a restaurant with a uh, you know where boats would pull up to and whatever else they're doing you know and yeah. and you plus know, they, they, they to knocked the other website, side down they built if,
4: the, you know, if you go on the Tana we, the of website they actually have mm-hmm. a link on there where you can look at this and it's right. pretty clear what they're doing I mean it's uh, it's actually called Verplank Waterfront Master Plan. And, right, no, uh, I've seen it, that, yes. Yeah, and, and uh it's done by, you know, uh, you know, uh let's see, it was prepared for my IQ Landscape Architects PC. Uh and you know, it's a corporate it's a regular you know, it's a corporate well, that,
0: that, you know, like I said, I've seen that. But that's not what was in the contract that we received from Martin uh, when we had to move in 10 years. Absolutely no part of the part in the contract was no buildings being put up here, period just an open... Yeah,
1: I, I,
4: haven't, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that document. So I yeah, really I gotta see find. I, let me
0: dig and see if I can find that original paper. I yeah, think I may have it somewhere.
1: It's because there's no building. That's,
4: that's
0: where I have the problem. And And they've done before, prior to the 10 years of the um, – of, of, of not being a park anymore, they've already knocked these people's houses down while they're at dialysis and whatever, and within months, weeks, whatever, they have no problem with the Veterans Monument. I'm all for that. That's down at the lower end by Steamboat. They've built swing sets. They've They've done boat launches. None of that was supposed to be done according to that original paperwork that I've seen. This well, is what I, I'm saying. I mean, this is where I think somebody has to to dig into that and see what's going is on. Is the
4: document is the document notarized?
0: Uh, I'll have to go back the and document? look. It's something that I received when I first moved in here, so. Yeah, I,
4: well, I would certainly like to look at a copy of that because that would, you mm-hmm. know, obviously, if it's a notarized document, then uh, right. it would have to, it would have some, uh, you know, it, w- it would have an imprint, you know, I and mean, then it certainly would be uh, uh, a particular mechanism and an instrument that the town would have to comply with uh, right. if it should fact, uh, if it's in fact, if it has been in fact incorporated into the transfer of the deed and if, the, and if right. it actually would get to Martin's property after the title change search. So mm. there's a lot of variables that need to be sorted out. And the court, uh, the U.S. District Court is the perfect venue for that because the, right. uh, as I said earlier, mister LaForgia LaForgeia's got a uh, Frank and, and his brother Lucio, uh, the deceased brother, is uh, you know have, has an action pending in White Plains Federal Court right now. Right. And, Which are uh, the parties
0: that they knocked down while he was at dialysis? Yep.
4: Right. So, and mm-hmm. and uh, I, I know that the uh, the action has been prepared to be filed on behalf of the. Uh, uh, of, uh, the, uh, the guardians, of Jeff, uh, the yeah,
0: yeah. the executors, so right, 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 right,
4: right. We're trying at this point to uh, to uh, obtain a uh, restraining order against the town to stop mm. all further activity until these matters. Not only would the issues of the deed and violating the provisions of the deed, but also right. the issues of the new electrical system and the and the appearance that is going to be used for the future part based upon the payment off the backs of the people in the mobile home park. Because right, that, would repre- right. that would represent that would felony scheme to defraud and because of the mm-hmm. amount of money we're talking for probably in excess of fifty thousand dollars, that would be uh, that would be classified as a class C felony. And right. uh, there is some issues, you know, I am, I intend to do some checking with the uh, with the uh, Department of State in New York State and Albany Uh, to find out from both the EPA and the DEC Mm -hmm. if uh, if an impact statement has been filed along with blueprints because, according to Mr. Kehoe, that, oh, it's just in the conceptual stage. There's no electrical plans. Well, I find that very hard to believe because even a conceptual plan is going to have to have utilities uh, delineated for those buildings. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that information has to go to the state to be approved Mm -hmm. by the state prior for the state to allowing them to even do it in the first place. Okay. Right. Particularly the Environmental Protection Agency because I'm, you know, it's so close to the water so there's a mm-hmm. lot of there's a lot of environmental impacts that the park or those proposed buildings and restaurants, amphitheatres and the like will all have being in such close proximity to the Hudson River. So there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, well, because I, I know things.
0: I was a former Allstate insurance agent, uh, a licensed PNC agent, and um, I know actually I went to school and became an insurance agent during uh, Hurricane uh, uh, what is it, uh, Floyd? And it was oh my gosh! If you didn't have flood insurance, you went on the flood map, and everybody's yelling at me. Um, there's there's a lot of laws to be looked at as far as building so close to the river.
1: Well, you know what I'm saying? Thing, I mean, it was thing. a fluke what
0: happened here with Hurricane Sandy. The surge brought that water up. Uh, I had people that told me, oh never, you don't have to worry. I've lived here 55 years. Well, that night they were the first ones to get out. That surge came we up within 15 minutes. We're Boom! I was under, my living room was under a few feet of water, and I'm coming out, and logs floating at my car. You know, it was insane. Where my son, uh, my dog, they had to be rescued by a front loader truck. 911 uh, wasn't even taking my calls. They got me out first, and I lost contact with my son and my my guy friend and my and the dog for an hour. Didn't know if they were dead alive because by the time I got out, there were white caps white caps coming up on my deck. Okay, And that came up within 50 So it was, it was a total fluke. It was a surge. And something that happens, they say, maybe over 200 years. But still, I mean, now it's, I guess, on the flood maps. We are very, very close in proximity to the river. Um, you know, I don't know the score, you know, the footage well, or whatever. No, but, the whole uh,
4: issue, thank you, Sue, at this point, the yeah. whole issue at this point is the fact that In order for them to even do anything so close to the Hudson River, Mm -hmm. they have to file an uh, environmental impact statement with the EPA and the DEC. Right. Okay? Right. And, uh, you know, just in order to get approval from the state of New York. And in doing Mm -hmm. so, uh, part of the process is to submit full plans for review Mm -hmm. by the state. Okay? To get that approval. So for Mr. Mm-hmm. Keel to say that those are just that this is just a conceptual plan, I, I really don't buy that because uh some of the buildings that are existing are in the plan. Okay, so I'm right. I, I, you know, very hard to believe that those records don't those records and those plans don't exist already and I intend to uh, And they uh, align so to the
0: fact of the electrical work we put in, the forty five thousand plus. They line
4: well, up that's my big problem. And once we get the blueprints, I I believe the state right. of New York will have those blueprints and the town is mm-hmm. just not being uh, forthcoming. Uh, right. And if right. in right. fact that is the case, if the state does have it, and we are I mean, basically we were harassed we doing, to doing
0: putting all this work in here to, mean, to 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 remain. Am I right or correct or, or what, Wayne? We were we were um, harassed into doing this, or we had to leave. Am I right or wrong? Well, not it we did lose power. It
4: was Forced upon. It was correct. forced upon under color of law and authority and color of office. Okay, as a state requirement. You said uh, that it was
0: grandfathered in prior to that, though. No, I mean, because we didn't America lose power. Why didn't they go? Prior to Hurricane Sandy, Patrick, why was this not enforced? Because it was grandfathered in, but all of a sudden, Hurricane Sandy comes, destruction of property, yet... "Quote unquote, we did not lose electric. Even my my half of my place, because half was thick built, going under three feet. Well, or actually, 27 inches of water. Okay, which we see that it went right out within you know when the tide went out. Okay, but I still you know had major damage. Okay, we still did not lose power. We still did not lose it. And Chris Kehoe, um, after the fact of the hurricane was here when we were working. Okay, and he came up, and he says, you know, like I said, quote-unquote, oh, well, I live in Croton, and I lost. uh, I understand I lost power for nine hours, and I looked at him, and that's, I guess, maybe why so-called I heard recently he's afraid of me because I'd like to speak out. And I said, well, are they going to wreck your house down, or do you have to put these things up for electric now? He got upset with it. You know, you can come down and knock our homes down, whether they're mobile homes manufactured or stick-built homes, okay, permanent homes. You lost power, and you don't have to worry about anything. No one's going after you, being that you work for the town. But you're going to come here, us that didn't lose power, and force upon us, to at the expense of our homeowner, the River Edge homeowner association, to spend forty-five thousand plus just for these units that we never needed before, that nothing happened as far as electrical. What happened there? What was the, And and well, now well, everything's well, lining up in blueprints for what they're going to do now at the expense of us Trail Park people.
4: Well, that's just you know. At this point, at this point, the uh, the whole issue is. Yeah. is is, is not only you know what the town ordered the people to do under under color of office, and under right. under the guise of state authority of uh, electrical or building codes, uh, mm-hmm. and, and their purported violation of because of the storm, right. as opposed right. to the extent of those repairs. Okay, because mm-hmm. I have one, one, uh, one application that was for repairs of electric, and then there's a change order. That's where. Right the where the issues come into play with the new park. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh that's something that the that the electrical plans uh, uh-huh. that are likely follow along with the site plan the proposed site plan with the with the EPA and the D E C in the state of New York will be able right. to verify. Okay, because okay. Uh, you know that's something that has to be looked at in the state, you know, uh, I intend to contact them to find out if there are in fact these plans in place uh, and these mm-hmm. approvals, because obviously they're they're moving forward, so there's got to be some kind of plan that's either been approved previously, because mm-hmm. you know municipalities and big projects such as the park, uh, and right. anything along a, a body of water has to be approved by the state, especially if mm-hmm. it's involved uh, such a big body of water. Well, I mean, you, this is
0: where FEMA laws come in, right, or whatever, and, and uh, uh, um, um, you know, uh, things of such. Um, you know, and, and like I said, because I was a former all-state licensed agent, you know, you have the flood uh, maps and, 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 and different things. There, there's there's – there's, you have to align with the, um, uh, the provisions of these other – organizations like FEMA and what have you, am I right or wrong, to be able to build anything now because of the prior issues with what happened during on um, two thousand twelve with Hurricane Sandy. Am I right or
1: well,
4: wrong? State in New York, in New York jurisdiction and uh uh specifically the D E C and the EPA and right. uh, you know they have to they have to approve those are the primary agencies that have to approve anything by a body of water. Okay. No okay. matter what the development is, plans and impact statements and studies have to be presented to the state in order for them to approve and give the mm-hmm. go-ahead to do the work.
1: Right. Okay. So right. The
4: town has to submit all this to the state, and the state has to approve it for the town to even embark on the project. And for them to be moving right. in the manner that they are, okay, obviously they've been doing all this work, uh, the boat launch and some of the other ones that they've been doing outside of the mobile home but directly involved in the master site plan, tells me that these plans have been submitted, they've been approved, which means it, which means there has to be a set of electrical plans. Oh, uh, Patrick,
0: this one thing, something something before I forget. Yeah. I want to bring up um, prior to when they were putting the boat launch in. Yeah, and like I said, it is beautiful. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. It's nice, um, and the playground in. I guess – I don't know what agency came in, so I'm not going to say. Like I said, this is not hearsay. This is – well, it is kind of hearsay because I can't document. I heard that one of the – whether it was Environmental Protection Agency or whatever – found toxins in the playground area. They had to knock it down and rebuild it again because – or whatever it was in the – whether what was going on with the issues because we are so close to Indian Point. But they found um, toxic uh, substance in the playground area. And something had to be contained been, at that point. Did you know about
3: it that? May
4: been, uh, it may have been uh, uh, previous land use, and it might have been. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been. I don't know what was at the uh, what was in the uh, where the playground was before it became the playground. But I it mean, was it from, because...
0: where Lucho Lucho and the rest of these guys lived on the seaplane. The actual uh, part where the seaplane hangars still stand—they never destroyed those.
4: Well, well, and it's well, right it there been, where they
0: knocked these buildings down. You know,
4: it could have been it could have been uh, spilled fuel or something to that effect. That you know, that contaminated. Well, the like ground. I said,
0: I, I can't do here say I just remember no,
1: certain I'm things. Saying, whether it was something to do it it with Indian Point it village or what happened
4: some kind of a contaminant, and uh, they right. found it in ground soil and the soil on the ground. And that's why they mm-hmm. had to take it down and, and reclimate it because typically. Wait, Wayne, do you, what, Wayne, do
0: you, what, do you? I mean, you live here. Do you remember this happening?
3: Not that part I don't remember.
0: Okay. okay. Uh,
3: my, I, remember I, about I wasn't that on the other side that much, so that part I don't remember. I know they dumped a big pile of dirt over there by Lucha's trailer, and they found that to be contaminated, and that disappeared real oh, quick. Oh,
0: really? That I didn't yeah. know about. But, yeah.
3: Okay. yeah. What well, was the dirt?
0: Much, uh,
1: okay. okay.
4: Somebody, may called, somebody may have called the DEC, and they come in, and uh, they took samples and found it, and then they probably ordered mm-hmm. the town to throw everything out. Uh,
1: and right. and
4: yeah, they actually have specific protocols for that. They usually require you going down so many feet and remove the soil. And, uh, right. and then, of course, you know, it's, it's taken to a place it's taken to actually they actually burned the soil and
0: I have a friend that actually does that yep, yep, and, yep. And, uh, now to get back process. to the other uh, fact of um, the historic buildings and the trees that were taken down for the, which is under I guess would be considered the environmental wildlife act I don't know exactly what you would call it because I'm not that you know versed in that or whatever but what about the destruction of trees with uh, the eagle's eggs in it that she's taken down knowingly or, and the the historic building which Wayne spoke of uh, that was by the clay hole here, which is all part of the acreage of Martin's properties. What 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 well, act would that I, go know, under?
4: It, it, it would you know I mean something like that. First of all, that it would have to be a protected species. And uh okay. you know if the area was if, if that particular area well they they
0: were practically extinct at one point i would I would assume they were somewhat of a protective species
4: well, I mean that's just one of them. but it now is, this
0: building there was a town meeting years ago. the former owner of my place told me she had notes saying that building was not the, to go back to the building over there the one that Wayne and I were talking about that what was it wayne dated back to what a- a- a-
3: 1862.
0: Okay. Okay. It had the, so sign, had the that blue building, that little yellow
3: sign out in front, right? That said it was a Well, it was to supposed landmark. to be
0: restored or nothing, and it was knocked down to add more to the park. This this walking path from Yonkers to God knows where along the Hudson Valley, you know, uh, because you can't really. We are one of the few, maybe if the only one of the towns. In the um, direct area from Yonkers on up, there is no actual trains going through the properties in Verplank, where every other town I grew up in, Croton, which is four and a half miles from here, to Montrose, the trains go through, but the trains don't go along this line. And you can't really make a walking path, from what I understand, along this way. So you, you had to reroute to go out through the clay hole, which is where that historical building stood at one point, and then reroute another way. You know what I'm saying? So well, I mean, it sounds, well, I, I don't know what the deal board, is with that.
4: Any any building that, you know, the building would have to be on the historic landmark register in order for it to be a protected it, it was.
0: It was, because well, I know someone that said they had notes about it. Well, well I
4: mean, at the, the sign out
3: front. That's,
4: that's, that's really hearsay, and you really can't go by somebody saying. Well, it's well, not I hearsay.
3: It's
0: not really hearsay if someone was there at the town meeting with with Kehoe and and and, and Linda Polisi, and was actually there and notes were taken. It's
4: documented. Yeah, they, the town the town wouldn't even have that capacity because it would, if it was on the register for historic properties, that would be a state register or uh, or a historical society. Well, maybe society. That, that deserves
0: looking into. Maybe it deserves looking to because I was told by somebody personally they were at this meeting, and there were notes taken, and it was one of the subjects of the whole condition and provisions of 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 uh the, the area here of this direct area owned by Martin that this building was not supposed to be destroyed, and it was and that was one of the first i don't know whether you would call it red flags or, or the first um Problems I, I that more people have I there, have to like
3: I, I would have that to maybe worth looking
0: into. Yeah. You got, yeah. hey
3: Peggy, You got to You got to mention to Patrick. It had that blue and yellow historic sign right in front of it.
1: hmm
3: I, right. I can still see. And we do do up you there. recall,
0: Wayne? What it said, Wayne? Do you recall what it said? I mean, yeah, It was, it was a, a historic
3: historic landmark. Right. It was the. Um, right. Oh, what do you want to call it? If you go on yep. the website, you can see a picture of it. It was a beautiful place at one time.
1: Yeah, yes, when yeah, when, I mean, I I the, when they
4: put those placards up there, you know they're usually metal, and they actually they actually give the name of the building and the era, mm-hmm. the the date, and the uh, you know the date. Right. Are, we we have several of them, mostly
0: with Linda of I've a lot. I've <laughs> a lot
4: of work on historic properties over the years, and they all have specific placards that are put on them by the. By the uh, by, the Register of Historic Places. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So, but I, you I know, let, me get, uh, it... let
0: me just stop you guys for a minute, listeners. Uh, I see phone calls here. If you'd like to speak to us or add anything to my program tonight, please hit the number one and hit a uh, pound. Let lets me know that you want to speak to us or if you have anything to add to our program. Thank you. Sorry, got to do the professional stuff in between. So, okay. Yeah, no, so yeah, um, the the we're we're down to thirty nine minutes of the show. Um. What uh. What else do you guys want to say? What what is going to be? We're, we're, like I said, the clock is ticking. Um, we are it's the fourteenth, so we're technically, according to the last uh, date, we're down to twenty six days. Of, well, the whole
4: thing uh, is uh, possibly seventeen place.
0: families are being homeless. So where where are we at? Where are we going from here? Let me, going let me
4: here? make something perfectly clear to you, okay? okay? And To your listeners and to the people of River Edge Trailer Park.
1: First of mm-hmm. all.
4: There's only one person that can do an eviction, and that's the Westchester County Sheriff's Department, okay? that eviction can only come by order of a judge, okay? And it's my understanding. Mm -hmm. Nobody's been sublimed. You're given an eviction notice, and specifically the lease agreement that was made with River Edge Edge Association, Homeowners Association,
1: specifically
4: applies to River Edge. I don't see any individual leases or any individual contract with each every with, mm-hmm. with each individual uh, mobile homeowner. owner. Uh, so that would mean that each individual homeowner would have to be served paper to go to court. to in even, our
0: names not just under the right.
4: to even be right. subject to an eviction. I mean, it's simply not going to come in there on the sixth of December uh, with with all kinds of you know with a fleet of bulldozers and uh, and, and and come in there. They just can't do that because they will not be stopped mm-hmm. by the
0: they can't, you know, well, they,
4: they sure did it to Jeff, didn't they? <laughs> well, <laughs> without they, 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 in place. they did it in a secret. You know, they did it in a secret. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about your your Channel 12 news uh, uh, interview uh, mm-hmm. was that uh, you know it brought some public attention to it, and the fact that there, that there is public attention to it, the town would be foolish to act uh, outside of the bounds of law to come in mm-hmm. there aggressively trying to take these people out of their homes without right. their due process, because it would be essentially violating the civil rights of every person that they attempt to do so. Aside the so what boils down
0: is to process now. It's not about these signs, which are kind of. Would you consider that under some kind of act or whatever a form of harassment, sticking these big old signs up saying "You are evicted"? Is that the kind of notification that's? It doesn't uh, say on order uh, on orders of, of the county or the sheriff. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. no, they. You know
4: what? It's not worth the, it's not worth the the ink that they use to write it because, I mean, it provides yeah. a notice. But without legal notice, it's a different thing, okay? They have to have each and every every individual that's named in there. And the town knows that because they have a list of all the owners in the park from the original uh, lease with the association that was signed on March 5th, 1995. Okay, okay, so, they, so they're, they're you know, basically
0: playing on uh, thinking the ignorance of us that live here. No, is, is that what they're, they're doing?
4: using fear tactics. They're using fear tactics So and isn't that a form
0: of harassment? Isn't that harassment? No, is there not taking due process?
4: Crime. Coercion is a I'm crime, sorry? and the only way you do process is a civil rights violation. So right. I really, really seriously doubt, especially in lieu of the recent statements from the town attorney, Thomas Ward. About making a mistake, quote unquote, uh, that a clerical uh, error, quote
1: unquote, right?
4: Well, now now it's on the state troopers' radar, you know, because they actually went over there and confronted the town and about Mm -hmm. that issue. And for the town to do it now again, after the troopers have been there, would be a blatant violation of uh, state and federal law, and Mm -hmm. and would subject these people, whoever authorizes such kind of conduct will be subject to arrest. So So this doesn't fall under the
0: same laws as – because this is what I've told people. In 2001, I lost my first child, cystic fibrosis. uh, Prior to her death, I lost my house to foreclosure. Um, I had gone to the auctions, and at the last minute, filed – what was it, Chapter 11 – … and was able to regain after paying my attorney a couple grand for what do you call it, a stay or whatever, to reorganization of my debts. You know what I'm saying? I had stopped that at the the midnight hour. So I was telling everybody here, here I was, a mother of four, disabled myself with two children that were technically dying that have died since. And they threw us literally – we watched the sheriff put the padlock with all my belongings. All our belongings with two chronically ill children put in the street. That happened to me in 2001, nine months prior to my first child's death. So when this was going on here, I'm thinking, oh, my God, if they could throw a family of four in the street with two chronically dying children, what what do they care about here? So, well, so what I you're mean, saying think, is the laws here, what is going on right now, it's got nothing to do like what I went through with my household no, foreclosure. No, no, the circumstances,
4: you know, your, your particular situation, is, as you just explained to me, what happened to you right. previously yeah. with relative and sur- uh, surrounding a foreclosure. And a foreclosure, mm-hmm. once the bank, you know, the bank gives you notice, you know, uh, right. that's, a, that's a legal eviction proceeding for the, when the sheriff shows up, you know, and that basically tell, should tell the party that the sheriff is there to visit that, okay, the court has directed me to act.
0: That's it. They okay. put a lock on the door, and that was it. They put our packers in, and they put our stuff in storage. I have to give them that. That's
4: exactly okay, what but, they do.
0: Because I mean, none of us want to believe that's going to happen to us. But so no. what's going on here uh, would not be the same like, so let's say, this now new date, July 10th. They're not going to come here, put padlocks on our door, and then we're sitting outside well, with all our belongings. Well, that That's the that concern I had. That's where yeah, I want to see
1: where happen. things are different than case, a
0: foreclosure.
1: First of
4: all, yeah, it's not a foreclosure. It's an eviction. There's a big difference. A right. uh, foreclosure, right. the bank gives you notice that you have to vacate the home because the courts are in right, a foreclosure.
1: When a, court approves
4: a fore- when a court approves a court approves foreclosure you know that's mm-hmm. that's a court proceeding. that's 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 due process it's already right. gone to court no. where
0: this hasn't gone to court court was what I'm you're saying sorry. right
1: it, it, i said court, that
0: is a prior court i mean we knew that was going to happen they told us there was right. for warning
4: but my it is, but, my point is my point is, mm-hmm. is that that is court proceeding, that is due process. In a foreclosure proceeding, you have the opportunity to present a defense and possibly uh, modify your your mortgage with a, with the lender. So that that's the that's your due process. In and, and this right. instance, mobile home park, the town has mm-hmm. to provide. You know, you have an opportunity to, uh, for due process in, the, in any proceeding that goes on there. Before the town could just arbitrarily take control of anything. Much less, mm-hmm. you know, uh, much less somebody's personal property or their, you know, their, their, their home, their possessions. Because, uh, I, okay. You know, got, they can't come you. in there a draconian fashion, you know. They just can't come in there in a draconian well, fashion. Well, because I
0: think everybody's getting kind of nervous because they are the town and we look at them as government. I just want to well, – well, my co-host is on now from Indiana. I just want to bring her on a minute to tell a little sure. bit. She'll tell you firsthand well, as an individual, me living here, not just your host tonight, what I was going through. Okay, I'm going to bring her on now. Looks Hello, like, Marcia. How are you?
2: Oh, sorry. I'm late. We had a thunderstorm here that knocked my my service out. So <laughs> oh, I my apologize. gosh. That's okay.
0: Marcia, this is my co-host. She's from Indiana. Uh, Marcia, um, you and I are co-hosts um, and friends now. Um, Patrick's on the line, um, who's the advocate uh, advocating for uh, one of the owners that got knocked down uh, illegally. And he's trying to help some of the rest of us. And we also have Wayne, who's a neighbor of mine, who's got some paperwork that he has found. Um, From your side of the story as my friend, my friend. Tell them what you feel that what you've gotten from me as your friend, not just as your co-host, but what what do you see? What's going on? What's happened with how I've been feeling? So if I'm feeling this way, that just have a, a pension. How about these people that are working every day, just trying to put food on the table? What did you What do you What do you feel that I portray to you as a person, uh, from what I've been telling you?
2: Stress city. Um, yeah. You've had. You've had. Uh, you know, places to go. I know you've you've told me since we met, mm-hmm. well, this right. is where I live, but I, I won't live here for long. I have to move by a certain date. Right. And as that date approaches and you've been working on looking for different areas to move, or what might mm-hmm. work for you and you, your situation to have those right. things fall through for you over and mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, happens three and, times. Yeah. yeah, like you said... You know, you have a, a stable income. Lots of right.
0: people don't. Right, and, I and many imagine, of them don't. I, just, I mean, they imagine. have stable, but not to the amount that I would have, and I'm having problems.
2: Right. Um,
0: right. I have something I'll hear tomorrow, whether I will be able to buy this property. Fortunately, the guy is willing to hold the mortgage, but I have to deal with the landowners, but because of my ratio of debt, if it's not up to what they think, I lose another deal, so I'm back to square one. I'll find out tomorrow. So what have you as a listener to me, as a friend, felt? Have you felt my stress? Have you felt – what what are, what are your feelings of what I'm feeling? And, and then that it will relate to the other people um, in the park that, that do not have um, the, the resources I have.
2: Well, stress, uh, obviously, trepidation. There's no stability. Right. um you don't know what to, the expectations are. Yes, you knew that there was this date set. Um, mm-hmm. But then you're getting places knocked down without people's prior permission or knowledge. Maybe they're mm-hmm. on vacation in Florida or Timbuktu. But no matter mm-hmm. where they are, for some crew to come in and knock someone's home down without their permission. And, or and prior then now, knowledge, say, the clerical
0: era. I'm afraid to walk out of my house that I could come home just like poor uh, Lucha, who just passed in April, at dialysis and comes home and found all his belongings and $40,000 for the medication. I'm afraid to leave my house right now. They've got me okay. to that point where if I walk out that door, are they going to bulldoze it down with my other son in here? That's where they've got me mentally right now and i'm i like I said and one thing I will own up to on the news show that I did say, I'm scared, and so is seventeen other families. We're scared, Wayne, you're one of the families, you're scared, aren't you Wayne? Yep. we're scared
2: With good reason, yeah,
0: yeah, and then, yeah, because what's the it's not the fact that we, we, know, and... we know dates, but we 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 know the dates and whatever, but they keep changing, and on the fact that we're afraid to walk out that door. Because there is nothing lined up. Uh, yes, oh, we've had 10 years. Yes, we have. Okay? I moved here eight years because my son was dying, and I needed to go real quick. It was an emergency move to a place there was only two steps because he couldn't, He needed a double lung and liver transplant. Okay? After losing a child eight years before that. You know what I'm saying? I knew this was going to happen, um, but and I've been trying for a year now, and I'm, I'm, I'm going up against a brick wall. And well, if there, this thing falls through tomorrow I'm back at the one
2: There's where your credit to debt ratio comes in. You had to pay for two funerals and you out of know, pocket I mean,
0: nine months. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Thanks to the VA, so, thank you I mean, very much.
2: Yeah. And and, and creditors Which unfortunately don't look at the circumstances that you you know got into debt over. You know, they yeah. just look at at that line or those numbers and yeah, just you know, like the if they stores, don't yeah. look at you favorably then you're screwed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like I said, and, and when they told me supposedly they were going to help me, every time I found a place, they back they, 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 they took it back. Well, you know what? Let your bills go, they told me. I was told by this, by the housing that town of Cortlandt hired. Let your bills go, and then and then you can have enough for security. I said if I let my bills go, my psycho store go, goes down even more, and even if I went and found a cheap place to rent – they all judge you by your credit. That is really, really bad advice, don't you think? And then they're mm. helping us? Oh, dear Lord. Oh, my God. No, it's, it's like a catch-22. Yeah, Yeah, sounds really sounds like bad advice. Uh, care, Patrick, how do you, you feel rid- about that from the telling me that?
2: Well, it sounds like they don't care, and they just want rid of the whole lot of you.
0: They don't, care. they don't care as an individual. There, there's no sympathy here. There's no, no empathy, nothing, nothing. They just want to do what they want to do to, to bring up the, the – uh, the, build up the area. They don't care how many people they're affecting by it. Yeah, we know we have to move, but help us. Don't pretend at the midnight hour you're going to help us. And now they want to – the other day I got a call after the show. It's like all of a sudden we're a little under a 1,000. What's that going to do? What's that going to do? Do they realize that most people want two months security? Oh my gosh. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Patrick, how do you feel on this subject? Patrick? Hello? Did I
2: lose Patrick? He's...
0: No, actually, he's still on the line. I see him still on the. Oh, I know. Oh, hold on. He's on mute. That's why. Sorry. Sorry. Patrick, you're on the air. I'm sorry. <laughs> Houston, Houston. How do you feeling this subject? Yeah, sorry, you were you were muted because I guess you you logged off and then logged on. And I didn't really no, unmute no, you. So no,
1: how I'll do you feel? On <laughs> okay. All right, I'm sorry. Well, well, like
4: I was like I started saying, you know, I mean the town has to you know provide everybody due process, number one. Oh, by the way, Marshall, right. hold on. And so let me let, let me not forget to acknowledge you. Uh, but the town has to go through the process, just like any other entity—business, corporate, municipality. They can't just come in in a draconian fashion with all their equipment at the ready and say, "We're bulldozing your home. You know, whether you come out or not, we're gonna." You know, they can't do that. So they have to go through the legal process, just like uh, mm-hmm. you know, like you did with your previous home. They can't. You mm-hmm. know, they can't come in and. Particularly noteworthy is the fact, as I said earlier, that uh, Channel Twelve did, did bring it to attention of Channel Twelve, and they're aware of uh, what happened. So the town knows that, that they're on the radar. In addition to the New York State Police having gone over there, and the town attorney making an admission that they made a mistake, they're certainly not going to go make a second mistake because then that will show intent on the town's mm-hmm. part. And, right. Uh, particularly when we can already show intent. By not only Mr. Giazza and Kathleen Herman's home that was taken there, but by, first, oh, right. uh, by Frank and Lucio's home that was uh, taken down. You know, obviously, there's, that's two. That's two strikes against the town. For so the town that come right. in there in force, you know, would only would only likely end up with them being arrested or whoever they sent to do so. Would be arrested. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I you know, and I'm, I'm not okay. even blaming
0: them for, um, like, even my, in my case, collapsing my septic. It might have been an error, a real error. But the fact of the matter is, they were called when it was found out when water I could no longer flush my toilet, and basically there was no response, knowing that I was I have multiple sclerosis and my well, age, that's, and that's they ignored kind
4: of us. Like, that's a consequential damage from their illegal conduct to begin with when they took just Yeah. The exactly. The machinery that they used to take Jeff's home, then, and they ran over your septic and pointed to the No,
0: actually, it wasn't Jeff's so, home. It was uh, the 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 the, um, the head of the homeowners at the time that had moved. It was on the other side. It wasn't Jeff's home.
1: Well, it was Adam you know, and, it's, and still, Harry Turner's. It would you consider
4: consequential garbages at the town Would be liable for. <laughs>
0: Well, they were not uh The homeowners, the the homeowners that they say that we don't pay anything. The homeowners association that we paid into, we had enough funding to do like an emergency septic system for me. Not a big one, enough to supposedly get me through. So even if we were allowed to stay longer, I don't know how long this thing's gonna last me. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, so that leads me I'm, back to ground
0: zero, where like I gotta move,
1: maybe sooner It's funny
4: that you. It's funny that you raised that issue because. Uh... You know, I am uh-huh. particularly interested to know what the what the association's involvement is uh intimately with the town, uh in terms of uh, you know, their their exchanges uh, outside of the, uh, uh the membership of the association's knowledge and uh-huh. particularly interested in the books of the association and uh you know, what what happens you know, my question is you know, to the association, uh, president board uh Griffith there. Well,
0: there's one person left here that's taking over all I jobs. I would say that. Obviously. It's
4: probably Karen, Karen Griffith. Uh, Griffith. And right. I'm, I'm particularly interested, and I plan to reach out to her probably sometime this week as to, uh, you know, the opportunity to review the books, the dancing records. You know, I mean, there needs to be uh, some uh, turning over of the records for review to see how in mm-hmm. fact the association uh, because the association is 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 the representative of uh the membership the of the association. Yeah. So why is right. not the association? My question is to the association, why are they, they not actively uh engaged with the legal counsel to uh to help and stop these civil rights violations of its membership? You know, so that mm-hmm. tells me that the uh this particular individual, that's in charge of this uh, association now, is not doing their job, and uh, to protect the rights of their members. Uh, which right. makes me question. Which makes me question. You know, what's going on with the money for the association? And well, what they, the she, she did it.
0: step forward and put in this temporary septic after repeated calls to the town. I oh, will
4: give yeah, her credit for that. That's what credit credit credit. Due. That's, 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 uh, that's a cog in the wheel, you know, so to speak. If right, right. My question is, is how much money is in the association? How come the membership has not been able to review those books when requested when it's supposed to be? Uh, done almost immediately. Comply with uh, what mm-hmm. the what the uh, the corporate or business entity structure is. Is it a corporation? Mm-hmm. Is it sole proprietor? I mean, I, I know I did some research on the uh, association. Couldn't find any records. Uh, you know, well You know, just a simple Google search, and I couldn't find anything about the the association.
0: Okay. Wayne, Wayne, Being article, that you live here, what you, what is your take on this, Wayne?
3: Got me shocked. I've been asking for the books, too, but nobody wants to give them up.
4: And what? And well, what then was they said about out, them? Then up. they come out in discovery. And they come out in discovery in a civil action uh, because, you know, once once the case is filed, you know, more than likely we'll serve a subpoena on her, a federal subpoena to produce the books for the, for the association. So we can see, you know, who is in bed with who in terms of funds and where the money is being spent and where, and where the cash flow is.
1: Excellent. Well, from what I understand, the
0: money, the the, the yeah. monies that I know of, was out of that association fee were septic pumpings, and water bills. Uh, other than that, I don't know what else they took care of. Uh, Wade, well, do you know anything? Because I'm not really sure.
3: You had to have insurance. Oh, insurance.
0: Okay. Okay. Does that justify the amount of money that was going in there over ten years monthly, or what? What are no. your feelings on that?
3: I don't think okay. it has one bit. Really? Well, the whole okay. thing is, is
4: where's the money? You know, like uh, like Jerry Maguire says in the movie, "Show me the money." Where's the money being right. spent? You spent forty five thousand right, right. uh, dollars that you provide to an electrician at uh, at the uh, prompting of the town as a, as a requirement under the building code. How much money? Where did you? You know, how much money is in the is, is in the association account? Number one, number two. Right, what right. happens at the end of the term of the lease? You know, with all this extra money, that may be in the association it's by law, it should be distributed equally back to the people who paid into it, okay? Wayne,
3: did and you, anyway. you get a f-
0: ever get a fax and figure on how much is left in that account, or, or what? Somebody, I think, oh. said something. Huh? Not at all. Not
3: at all. Yeah, somebody said somebody something. I don't know
0: who it was, but I, I heard there was like 11000 or something left in this account
4: that yeah. somebody was well, told. I. I. And like I said, that's this hearsay,
0: is... so I don't go by hearsay, so...
4: This is why an accounting needs to be done in the the association's books. You know, by Uh an outside independent accounting agency that can determine, you know, whether, first of all, how much money is there. Second of all, have there been any any funds misappropriated? And thirdly, who is the one that misappropriated the funding? Whether it was Donna uh, Donna Turner or this new uh, interim president. And fourthly... What's going to happen with anybody mm-hmm. that's left over once the association uh, becomes a null and void? Because I know leaves. nothing
0: about that. Yeah, These yeah. are
4: all issues. I that just need know to when
0: when the town did not uh, answer our calls about they were going to leave me, I mean, Lucho was alive. It was a week before he died, and this poor guy calls me and goes, Peggy, I heard what happened. Come over. I have a shower chair because he knows my condition. Come over and shower here, whatever, and he dies a week later. You know, but Karen did come through. She put in this temporary septic. She goes, "This should be enough to get you through." I thanked her. You know, um, from what I understand, yeah. it cost about seven hundred dollars compared oh. to paying some big contractor. And the guy that did the work was uh, uh, Donna's grandson. So well,
4: you don't know want that's that's an obligation. But he knew he the knew estate.
0: the he knew the land. Right, right, right.
4: That wasn't right. that wasn't done out of the kindness of the association's heart, no matter who was in, uh, in office at the time. It was done as a requirement right. of the association. They're responsible. For them. Oh, I see. You know, according to the information that I have, they're responsible for that. Okay.
1: And well,
0: actually, um, actually, I mean, the town actually should have been responsible. To, 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 to not to, you know, really defending the. I mean, the town totally ignored, acted oblivious to us calling them uh, repeatedly, saying you collapsed my town.
1: So, in other words, like, well, get the hell out,
4: go early. You know. The association is the or – Okay, they're the ones that okay. lease the property from the town, so that's uh, you okay. know they're essentially the landlords of the mobile home residents,
1: okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they
4: have a contract with the town in the lease agreement, okay right and my whole, right. you know my my whole issue is was each and every uh mobile home owner in the park provided a separate lease from the association. To coincide mm-hmm. with the lease with the town, because if not, right. then that means the lease the lease that uh, the association signed, uh, if, right. it, if it's not bounded upon the mobile homeowners, doesn't even apply. Right, because it, right. you know some leases were not entered into with the association and the individual mobile homeowners. So, well, it, somebody know, recently talked
0: know. about the association, but there's really – right now, since uh, – I mean, Harry passed in April of a year ago. Uh, I, from what I understand, like I said, I don't get very involved with this, You know the political end of it. Karen, I think, was vice president. Donna was treasurer and secretary. And when Donna left after Harry passed – well, she left in January. Harry had passed, I think, the prior April. She left to move to her other home that she had in Pennsylvania. Karen took over. Okay, and um, so somebody said something about such. So I'm like, you gotta, you gotta bring them forth. And well, there's only one person right now, that's Karen. You know,
4: yeah, so that, you yeah, know, that she's I mean, the only that doesn't one. Doesn't mean the federal subpoena can't be served on Donna Turner uh, for her uh-huh. to uh, to compel her testimony as to number one, what you know, what the what the financial condition of the association is when she was in right. the city officer. Okay, so she's you know. She will be named, She will. She may very well likely be named uh, in the federal in the federal civil complaint, simply because mm-hmm. she had obligations as an officer of the association. Okay, so right. she should have. She should have went just like the sitting interim uh, officer of the association should have stepped up and said, "Listen, what's the town doing here? Uh, how come they're taking these buildings down? I mean, they're not even fighting on the." On the on behalf of the of the um, of the membership of the association, so I mean, what's the sense of even having an association if they're not acting uh, in the best interest of the membership? You know what I'm saying? So there's mm-hmm. a lot, of,
1: mm-hmm.
4: you know, there's, there's things that should be done that weren't done, and things that weren't done that should have been done. So there's a lot of a lot of a lot of variables, a lot of questions, and a lot of answers that need to be you know uh, uh, questions right. that need to be answered. And uh, that's the purpose, you know. All that will come out during uh, a discovery proceeding in federal court when these people are Mm -hmm. compelled to uh, to testify and give uh, testimony under oath. And that that goes to include the state trooper that went to the town of Corlin. That includes all these people. That's all part of pretrial discovery, okay? Right. these These are questions that need to be answered or compelled to be answered by order of the court well I think one point long Wayne long will long. have to
0: clarify because I was a renter. Okay. Wayne, um was there so many months out of the year that they went over the excess of what they needed and, and gave it back to the the homeowners or do you remember anything like that or what? Yeah, yeah they the
3: gave, you, they gave you three months off in the winter time because it was it was a non profit organization, I guess they called it. hmm Yeah. All right? So, okay,
0: so, we you, so you didn't have winter, to pay into the fund. Yeah, that right, time I was running. December, so.
3: January, I think February off. you didn't have to. Yeah, that's he, how that worked out.
0: Pay into
4: it. Pay into
3: it. Who said it was a non-profit organization? That's what I was told when I first got into the, uh, the trailer park.
4: Okay. Because that's something I can check. Because the nonprofit corporation has a file of uh, what's called a file is actually designated under the irs uh, internal revenue code is a 501 c3 corporation yeah that means they have to be incorporated if they're really a non-profit they have to be uh you know they have to file papers with the irs and the department of state in order to have that designation because your non-profits usually usually don't have to pay any taxes Above and beyond, their, uh, unless they show a profit, above and beyond
0: their operating experience. Well, I would think that would be the reason they would uh, uh, um, allow uh, a lot the three months off funds because then that would be for profit. Am I right, Wayne or, or Patrick? What do you feel about that? Because it went above and beyond the water bills and the septic pumpings, right?
4: Well, that's that's something in equity. That, that would be a, a, a financial benefit given in equity, as, to, as opposed to uh, writing a check to the to the membership, right? Okay, right. But still, they right. still have to show they still have to show that cash flow in, a, in their IRS filings, okay? Mm-hmm, especially, mm-hmm. especially under five hundred one c three, they have you know they have to file quarterly taxes. You know, so okay. there's not an issue there, and you know, I mean, and I find all this very difficult to believe that this is actually a legitimate five hundred one c three, particularly because I couldn't find anything right off the bat to begin with. I mean, and you uh, would be able, able to able, Google
0: that in general and find that then is what
1: you're saying. Well,
4: yeah, you can Google any five hundred one c three corporation because it's a, it's considered a public entity. You know, right, so a, right. You know, a, a public nonprofit is for the benefit. A nonprofit is for the benefit of a public. Now, no. yeah,
0: let, let me ask you something. So, being if they were a legitimate nonprofit, would they still be liable for uh, some types of taxes? Uh, if if yeah. nonprofits don't pay they taxes, be, right? They
4: would be liable for certain taxes. Uh, you know, oh, they are. They okay, make... I never knew that. Yes, yeah,
1: they are. Okay, and, I, didn't uh, I didn't know that. I didn't
4: know I mean, sometimes you know, sometimes a lot of nonprofits don't have to pay taxes because they don't make a profit. Mm-hmm. That's you know, oh, the phrase, nonprofit. You know, non-profit, so non-profit. would that be
0: the reason they would let those three months slide? Because that would be profit, and well, and and, yeah, and then there the was enough funding. Fraud, Is too. that a way around it, or what? Yeah, it
4: could be fraud. It could be. Uh, it could be. Uh, oh. It could be fraud okay. uh, against the U.S. government. It could be fraud for the state of New York in terms of taxes and the five hundred one c uh-huh. three applications You know. So, but that, uh-huh. again, now that you know. Now, you know that Wayne says that they're, they're saying that they're claiming their claim to fame as a non-profit, That I can check, okay. Very okay. easily with the state, which I intend to do. But uh, you know, it. it uh, okay. I mean, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm seeing, I can't even locate, uh, you know, the the business name, other than the news articles that come up when I Google it. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: mm-hmm. Uh, I mm I'm gonna make a few phone calls probably over the next few days and to try to find out a little more about that, you know, their nonprofit status. If I can right. in fact find out about it through a Google search, specifically as a nonprofit Right. Product.
1: So right, I right. mean
4: all of those are a lot of things you I had to ask, ask the question, you know?
1: Right,
0: right. So, so they they, they will also be uh brought in to check out these books, is that what you're saying? Um during these investigations and having to show well,
4: of where well, the well, uh what a lot,
1: is.
4: what will happen is if i if i can't find if I can't find anything as to their non profit status and uh, mm-hmm. probably make a phone call to the Internal Revenue Service and let them know that these people are operating as a non profit in fact mm-hmm. there's no records of them being a non profit and uh, mm-hmm. that could start some trouble for the association for non- oh boy. Uh, I'll Comply with state and federal and and uh, the requirements of a nonprofit. So I right, mean, and you when know, you told were told to uh, that, you were
0: told when yeah, you moved in like here working, they were nonprofit. It's like, working,
4: it's like working under a designation. That's like being a doctor if you're not a doctor, you know.
0: Oh right, right, right.
4: Yeah, right, you know, right. You're, not, you're not an MD. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah,
4: so this. Okay. is Well, guys, we're down, down file to about, about I'll put seven minutes.
1: Away. And, and, right, we're uh, down in about
0: seven minutes. I think we covered a lot. So, okay, Wayne, uh, Patrick, where do we go from here? We just sit tight?
1: Well, you know, happens. first of all, background. nobody's
4: in, in in immediate danger of being evicted, first of all, because simply On July tenth,
1: okay.
4: There's a couple right, there's a couple of things at play here. One, the town has to okay. file papers against each and every one, each and every individual, okay, mm-hmm. in order to Into to initiate an eviction eviction, an eviction proceeding under the real property actions and proceedings law, and also under the real property law of the state of New York, they have to they have to file these proceedings. They can't come in there.
1: Right,
4: Uh, cops are not going to come in there. State troopers are not going to come in there unless they unless the the town tries to act aggressively, then they may come in Mm -hmm. and start arresting some of the people that are doing that. The only one that can actually do an eviction is. There's sure. so, a Okay, how can uh,
0: Miss Supervisor Polisi go on Channel 12 News and say they've got, they've had ten years, quote unquote, and they have now to July 10th? Did she perjure herself by saying this? What was the deal with that?
1: No, she was that another herself.
0: form of harassment, or what was it? With, or,
4: she do you feel that the,
0: she really believes this?
4: Well, she she believes it by the lease agreement, which you know she may 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 in fact be correct in believing, but at the same time, uh-huh. even if she is correct in believing that, she still has to go through the eviction process. And the fact that okay. the property, the fact that they're changing the property's use, okay, you got to something to mm-hmm. consider. The town is gonna to, is becoming a new owner, effectively, mm-hmm. okay.
1: Right, with enforceable
4: right. Rights, If, in fact, the deed is correct, with enforceable rights after that date, okay, after that device check, the or whatever. But it has to be by due process.
0: Done. It has to be done by due process, including
4: yeah, files so in we're, the court with, 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 with the after sheriff. After that date, they have enforceable rights. Then, okay. as a new property owner... Under the real property law uh real property mm-hmm. law in New York, when they change the use of the property, okay, which is going from a mobile home park to a, a play park or a right. public park, they have to right. provide the real property law six months to the people to relocate. Okay, under even the though property they've
0: said that we've had ten years.
4: That will not matter That's
0: that's no, that's not
4: they're about they're about to change the use of the property. You understand what I'm saying?
0: I say. Okay. So to right. Out, right.
4: You guys, the town, gave you, the town didn't give you 10 years. The deed of Jim Martin gave you 10 years by the provision. That
1: right.
4: It's the town is right. in violation of currently. OK. Right. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, aside the fact that they're in violation of uh, two counts of uh, uh, violating the freedom of information law. Okay, but mm-hmm. also a violation of the provisions of the deed that with which they acquired the property. Piece simple.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
4: and they have right. to file the real property action proceedings law in any eviction proceeding like anybody else has to. So nobody, right. you know, nobody's gonna wake up that morning on on the, on the morning of the sixth of July. I'd be looking out their door with a bunch of bulldozers because the, the town does that.
0: Oh, now the tenth, now yeah. the tenth. <laughs> the tenth of July. It's really, you know, true, I mean, you see there. that
4: kind of stuff in the movies, it's not, you know, that's not. Yeah, yeah, is, you know,
0: you know, I'm, I'm a big golden I'm it's a big golden fan. I, I remember see seeing. This. Yeah, yeah, no, I, hear, I know what you're saying. The but, you know, so is it more of a scare tactic different. is what you're saying, Patrick? It's more That's of a scare exactly tactic than a legality.
4: It's, it's a scare tactic. It's coercion. You know, yes. and, and the fact that the troopers already paid them a visit, for them to make a foolish move like that would almost to surely ensure their arrest, number one. Number two, everybody mm-hmm. would be – then you would have a class action for civil rights violations by 17 people. I say. That's you know, mm-hmm. that's not gonna happen. Here. It's really not gonna happen. And you know, the first thing that I would do in the event that something stupid like that would happen and they show up and say you're leave, then you call the state police and say, Listen, I don't see a sheriff here, I haven't been to court, I haven't been showed to papers, and the troopers are gonna tell them. That's the civil value. Well that's like you. I said,
0: like I said, and I and I've told Wayne and the other ones there because of my previous foreclosure uh prior to my daughter's death. I watched what they did to me, so I didn't. I was thinking, that's "Oh my gosh, the same thing is going to happen. I'm going to, my stuff's going to be locked in, and I'm going to be thrown in the street." And they didn't care that I had two dying children.
4: Peggy, that's huh? a completely yes. different set of circumstances. Well, that's what I'm. You that's why support... I'm trying to set
0: the record straight. That's You were afforded,
4: you were afforded an opportunity to appear at the foreclosure proceedings. Okay, so you had right. To which report. I
0: did. I stopped it a couple times. Yes, I understand East that. So that's what I'm trying to
1: clarify. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, I was just court. trying to
0: clarify to everybody else the difference between me being foreclosed on with four kids and two sick to compare it to not actually being served as a foreclosure but no, an eviction. You were, served, you, know? you, were
4: served, you were served papers to appear in the foreclosure. Yes. That's your due process. Yes,
0: I was. Okay. The same old okay. school okay, in an
4: eviction proceeding. The same old school in an eviction procedure where they had to be served in a pure court. And in judge yeah. not going to fall into it. At the same that it goes to, uh, to the town the of Courtland court. The first thing mm-hmm. that I would say is that, uh, uh, I would file a motion and anybody can simply ask the court. They don't have to be a mm-hmm. lawyer or anything. We right. ask the court that the matter be transferred to federal court where there are related matters pending, uh, on right. these, on these very issues. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you don't, anybody uh, anybody who goes to court and asks the court to transfer the case to federal court, uh,
1: right. simply
4: says that they feel prejudiced by the town uh, by the town itself. And right, the judicial proceedings being held in a town with a, in a court where the town has uh significant undue influence.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, guys. Uh, I'm get gonna. gonna I guess I'm getting word from the producer. We're down to one minute. Uh, Wayne, I'd like to thank you for coming on as you know a a, a resident. Uh, Patrick, as an advocate for Jeff and Kathy, and now stepping in to help us, kind of as an advocate. Uh, Marsha we lost her. I guess she's still storming out there in Indiana. I'll talk to her later. And all my listeners tonight, um, uh, my chat room will stay open for a little bit, so if you have any questions, you're free to go there. Uh, My show will be archived within a half an hour, which I'm going to submit this to some of the news channels uh, in New York. And see if they want to take on this and um, find interest in our story to help the peoples of uh, River Edge uh, Trailer Park on Riverview Avenue in Fort Plank, New York. So, Patrick, thank you again for being an advocate. And, Wayne, thank you for Absolutely. coming on and, and helping with us with this, okay?
3: My You've pleasure, my pleasure. Tell Patrick, okay, I'm going to okay, stay in touch with him.
1: I'm sorry, I will. Tell Patrick, I'm going to
3: stay in touch with him. Yes, I will. Yeah,
1: okay. because I want a,
3: I want a number for a background check out of the area, because I, I want to run a background check myself. I don't believe the town owns this property. Okay, so, uh, Not like as said, much stuff as they're getting caught in. Quickest,
4: easiest way is to run a title search it costs you about four hundred bucks for the, with an out of area title company, and you'll okay. be able to buy by the chain of title. That's the well, maybe way. that's
0: where where the excess funds should go. Do um, a title search.
1: So okay, agree. guys, I'm going to have to sign uh, off. Uh, uh, if uh, you're on the, the phone, we have first. a few more
0: minutes, but I just want to thank everybody for calling in. This is Peggy S. She's It's not my usual show. I will be back on the air on Tuesday nights, but until my move, I'm going to not be doing shows for a bit. This was a special show tonight, I thank all my callers and listeners. Have a great evening. Okay, good all night, right. guys. Bye-bye. Signing off from Mark Point. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks.